0: Welcome to the job interview experience. My name is Matthew and I'm your host. I'm a former executive recruiter, search firm owner, director of talent acquisition, and today the founder of candidateclub.com and your host of the job interview experience. Before I dig into today's topic, I wanted to share a review from someone that I think is important to read out and talk about for just a second or two. This is from Pert93, titled Interview Today. I have an interview today and wanted to be sharp. This podcast has a lot of good insights. However, one suggestion I would make to the narrator is to fix their noise gate. The threshold sounds a bit too tight and results in an unpleasant listening experience. It sounds like the narrator is cutting in and out. There's a couple things I want to talk about here. The first is that this reviewer did something really, really kind. They left this review, and it's actually a five-star review, but they had some feedback. Thank you so much to Pert93 for not reacting with a one-star review or focusing just on the negative. I appreciate the positive words about the podcast, and I also took every word you said about the noise gate to heart, and I've worked to fix it. So thank you again. I really appreciate you giving important feedback, but also giving a great review to the show. That's it's just a perfect example of how to be kind. For today's topic, we're going to focus on handling multiple offers, relocating, and communicating important information before your interview. First, let's talk about communicating important information about yourself before your interview while you're applying. You might have something important to say. Maybe it's about a break in your work history, a special skill, or in this case, a desire to relocate. For this episode, we're going to use a real-life scenario, just like you're going through real life yourself, of a listener and how we work together to get a great outcome. So let's gain some insight on how this can impact you, and we'll use this discussion with a fan of the show, Nicholas, as our template that you can use for your own job search. Make sure to listen to the end of the episode to hear about how all of this works out. Nicholas is a job seeker and user of Candidate Club. I'm going to be doing a bit of reading in this episode as the this is just a great source of information for all of us. So here's the first email. Hi, Matthew. I'm looking to transition from supply chain financial services background to a more financial analyst slash business analyst role. Some type of analyst. Also, looking to move two hours away to a bigger city with more opportunities. What do you think the best way to do that is? I've applied to a ton of places, but keep getting rejected left and right. For my background alone, I feel kind of stuck right now. I've attached my resume. Any help would be appreciated. I say, Nicholas, I'm glad you reached out. Let's dig into this a little bit more. There are always challenges when redirecting your career, and it can be hard to express that via a resume, especially in new markets. Here are a couple of resume thoughts. I looked at his resume. Overall, your resume is great, professional, great wording, conveys your information data well, great work. On your resume, I'd recommend adding your start and graduation date or just your graduation date if you prefer. Some recruiters interpret resumes with no graduation dates as saying that you never achieved your degree, just attended and then stopped. This is a wrong interpretation, but it's often the case. Also, your resume is pretty full. You could try to add a little personality to it, maybe some hobbies, volunteer work, anything that would stand out. Companies are more focused on culture than ever, and it helps to differentiate you from other candidates. Maybe you could squeeze that in somewhere, or you could go to two pages. As you haven't been in the workforce for 10 years, One page is best, so if there's anything you can eliminate that doesn't apply to the type of job you are applying to, try that out. And then Nicholas had a QR code on his resume. I said, I like QR codes, but I don't think recruiters are using them on resumes. It might mess with resume auto readers. I'm not 100% sure on that. And then here are a couple of thoughts on interviewing and relocating. Companies often prefer to hire applicants that live close by. Why relocation is complicated a recruiter thinks a move is a big deal when will you actually be here does that make sense when you apply somewhere consider adding relocating to blank city q1 of 2022 or something like that you'll insert the specific city of the ji- of the job you're applying to it's extra work but it'll help when you interview make it clear that you are planning to move to that city Not if they hire you, but because that's where you want to call home. This will help you seem more focused and with a plan on how to get there quickly. A company worries that an applicant will take months and months to make the move, and that holds things up on their end, especially if they can hire someone that's already within 20 minutes of their office. I admire you for relocating, and I think it's a smart plan. Just keep all of that in mind. While interviewing, be careful not to express your career and professional goals as moving to a specific city. What you want to communicate is that you are a great fit for the job and it just happens to be in the city that you're moving to. Imagine someone applies to Tesla and they're lucky enough to get an interview with Elon Musk, and Elon Musk asks, Why do you want to work here or why should we hire you at Tesla? And the person replies, well, I want to live in Palo Alto. It's my dream to live in Palo Alto. No, the right answer to that is I can help you change the world through your work on electric cars. That's the right answer. And final point here, proving that you already have the skills to transition to financial analytics is a tough part. It looks like finance was a focus of yours at your college and your last job. The fact is that that fact is a great place to start. You can express that finance and analytics has been your calling and you were able to broaden your experience by working for a couple fantastic companies along the way. Use your past work outside of financial analytics as a good thing that improves their department. You can bring in that outside experience that others don't have that have been in that same industry or same role as you. You need to find the right way to say that financial analytics is where your passion is and you're ready to put that energy into helping ABC company achieve its goals. Then I say, any ideas how you'd like to word that? Response, Matt, thanks for those tips. I really appreciate them. So you would put underneath the part on my resume, relocating to here or under the address part of the location. I will try to get some skills and hobbies added to it. I will remove the QR code. Also, I don't have a cover letter. I'm not sure if that's frowned upon either. Thank you. And my response is, I don't think you should use your exact address on here. You could remove your home address and use city, state, and then in parentheses, relocating to blank, and then your phone number and your email address as an option. Under your, under your address can work, but it might not look as nice in formatting. And I say, cover letters are great, especially in your situation, when you have a little more to say, changing job type, moving, etc. They are especially good if you keep them short. I can help you put one together if you'd like. Is there anything that's happening during your interviews that you aren't happy with?" And Nicholas says, "Also back to the cover letter. You think it should be relatively short with a few things. I've seen some templates, I've attached one, but it just seems like a glorified resume. Thank you for your help." And I respond to all that, then I get an email back from. Nick, and he says, right after I changed my resume to relocating to the city that he was relocating to, the floodgates have opened, and I was just in interview after interview. I've received my first official offer today, actually. Also, just finished the final interview for two other companies. I'm still waiting on their offers. Now, another question. So the first offer, I have a deadline coming up in about a week. If I don't hear back from the other company before then, what would you do? Would you accept the offer, then decline it? If I get offered by the company I really want, I know that would destroy any future offers or anything with this company. I'm kind of stuck in a boat right now. I really appreciate everything you've done for me. And then here's my response. That's great news. Congratulations on the offer. It's because of your hard work. I would wait until the deadline to accept. You can back out of that offer. You don't owe the company or any company your loyalty until you work for them. It's your life and your career. However, you do want to be professional and handle the situation well. I would let the other company know that you have another offer. Say this professionally and that if the offer impacts how quickly they'd like to move forward, you're available to speak with them at their earliest convenience. It's important to let them know you really like their company and that you're wanting to make things work out because of how great they are. What you want to avoid is giving the impression of either BSing them lying about an offer to get another offer, or pressuring them. I know you aren't trying to do that, but that might not be their perception. The impression should be that you prefer their company and you want them to be aware of the situation in case they like you as much as you like them. The risk is declining offer one and not receiving offer two. More offers will come, so it's your decision to calculate the risks. How bad do you need the job? How much will it hurt to go from one offer to zero? If you're not in a rush, you can wait it out and see what else comes up. You could also tell company one that to make a move, you would like to be at a defined higher pay rate. That works as a hedge. If they say yes to the higher pay, the first job will be better. Higher pay relieves some other parts of the job that might not be your first choice. And I say, does that help? Anything else I can help with? Then Nick replies. It worked. I sent the second company an email letting them know I received an offer. The company called me immediately this morning and made an offer. I can't thank you enough for Candidate Club and also the effort you've put into helping me achieve this goal. You are one of a kind. Thank you for everything, Matt. It doesn't get any more real world or hectic than this situation. This is real life. This is going from trying to relocate, applying, not getting any responses, not getting any interviews or offers to making a couple tweaks and the floodgates opening, getting a bunch of requests to interview. Then two offers in a row, very close to each other. Nick was able to pick the best offer and accept it. I've stayed in touch with him. He's very happy with the new job and where he's relocated to. Congratulations, Nick, really proud of you. Now for you, the listener, you can take this situation and learn from it. What are the keys here? One Adjusting your resume to the companies that you're applying to in your situation. If you're relocating, maybe consider putting that into your resume in the home address area. Just put relocating to and then put the city that you are planning to relocate to. Another thing is handling these multiple offers. If you get two offers, and we've covered this in the podcast before, it's managing them. It's taking the one and telling another company. If you've gotten one offer, tell the other company that, hey, I'm not trying to pressure you, but I did receive an offer, but you are my top company that I want to work for, and I know I can make the biggest impact with you, and my skills are the most unique to what you need. Together, we can accomplish some big things, so no rush, but if me having an offer and a deadline changes anything, I'm available to talk to you and speed up the timeline to see if I'm the best fit for you. Why not try that? Don't lie. Never say this unless you actually have an offer. But if you do, you can try it and see what happens. And the company may think you're not telling the truth. And that's on them. I, you know, that people do try stuff like that. I've seen it happen myself. They'll say, Oh, I'm interviewing with a bunch of people and they're all offering me jobs. So you better make a really good offer. That never works. But if you sincerely mean it and you need to, this company to move quickly and they're interested in you this is a great route to take. Thank you everyone for listening to the job interview experience. Thank you again to Pert 93 for the very helpful review and for being professional and giving the kind words but also feedback and not giving me a one-star review because I'll be honest that would kind of crush me. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. I'll be back with more soon.